Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Yeah, well, I mean, face IDs are cool. Okay, you guys, we did a stinky. We accidentally did a stinky poo-poo. We accidentally read book 35 instead of book 31, which was what you're supposed to do. Like, we accidentally picked it from the wrong order. Meh! But 35's good, huh? 35 is the best book that we've read so far. And at the end... Don't give anything away, but what were you, what was your thoughts at the end when... Nope, I'm not saying. I was like this. What? What? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not giving anything away. I was just like shocked. And I was like, no way. Okay, ready? Heidi Hecklebeck and the hair emergency. Ooh, that's horrible. Like the hair gets caught yep, in the wheels. I know. Chapter one, the roly-poly puppy. Heidi snuggled under the blanket with her new book, Raleigh... Jolly Roger, the pirate puppy, his little hand, the little hand, oh my gosh, this little hound sailed the seven seas on a hunt for buried treasure. Heidi wondered what it would be like to sail with a pirate puppy and dig up treasure. Then Heidi heard a shriek of laughter and dropped her book on the floor. She sat up on the sofa and looked around. Henry! Heidi shouted her best pirate voice. Arg! What be the problem, little brother? Henry paid no attention to his sister. He was too busy chasing something around the family room. Heidi rolled onto her side to see what it was. Henry's new wind-up toy, the roly-poly puppy, sped up and spun around in circles. This puppy had wheels instead of stubby puppy legs, and it was fast. Henry picked up the puppy and set it down on the floor. He pulled back the string and wound up the wheels. Henry let it go. That roly-poly puppy zoomed all over the carpet. Plus, every time it bumped into something, it giggled and turned around and took off again in another direction. That was so creepy. <laughs> no. Bonk. It bumped into the leg of a chair. Hee-hee-hee-hee-hee. And then the toy turned around and charged the other into the other game cabinet. Bonk. Hee hee Henry laughed and squealed and chased the puppy again and again. Heidi sighed, and then she picked up her book and tried to get back into her reading. But it was impossible. All she could hear was bonk, hee hee hee. <laughs> bonk, hee hee <laughs> Heidi snapped her book shut as Dad walked into the room. He went right over to Henry. Now Henry's got to get it, Heidi. Now Henry's got to get it, Heidi thought. But her little brother didn't get in trouble. Oh, he's gonna get it. That's what it means. I thought it, I thought she was saying like get it. Like, do you get it? I'm trying to read here, but no, he's gonna get it. But her little brother didn't get in trouble. Instead, Dad said, "Hey, buddy, you want to taste my new soda? It's still pickle flavored." Henry stopped chasing his roly poly puppy. He never turned down a chance to help Dad. Plus. He loved dill pickles. Sure, Henry cheered. Can Rolly Polly Puppy try it too? Dad shook his head. Sorry, champ. Wind-up toys are not allowed near my experience. You can leave them here. 
Henry set the puppy roly-poly on the side table next to Heidi, and Heidi, he waggled the finger at his sister. No touching, he warned in a baby voice that annoyed Heidi to no end. As if, she said, laying her head on the arm of the sofa. With that, Henry followed Dad to the basement. Finally, some peace and quiet, Heidi said to the empty room. But as soon as Heidi uttered those words, the roly-poly puppy let out a very evil giggle and zoomed off the table right onto Heidi's head. Chapter 2. Oh my gosh. Have you ever had that happen? It pulls and pulls and pulls. Chapter 2. All wound up. Ah! Heidi screamed, her shoulders tightening. She felt the gears on the roly-poly puppy catching her hair. They grew tighter and tighter and tighter on her scalp. Help! Henry's toys eating my hair! She shouted. Ah! Heidi froze on the sofa and waited for somebody to come. The gears finally stopped grinding and then some creepy giggle right out of her ear. <laughs> Heidi yelled again, Somebody help me! Dad finally heard Finally, she heard Dad's footsteps thumping up the basement stairs and Mom's flat tapping shoes across the floor. Everyone arrived at the same time. My hair, Heidi yelled, pointing to the toys stuck in her head. My puppy, Henry shouted. My goodness, Mom said. Now everybody stay calm. Mom reached and gently tried to separate the toy from Heidi's hair, but the toy wouldn't budge. Ow, Heidi yelped. What if we pour olive oil on top of her head, Henry suggested. The oil might make the pipey slide off. That's actually true. That might help. Heidi glared at her brother. Are you kidding me? Henry quickly hid behind Dad. Actually, Henry's idea might work, Dad said. See? Mm -hmm. Heidi sighed loudly, but I don't want olive oil in my hair. It sounds gross. Can't we just take Henry's stupid toy apart? Look, at it's like stuck in her hair. I'd be so upset. Henry jumped out from behind. Wait, you can't do that, he cried. That's my favorite toy ever. Mom groaned. It is really stuck in there, Heidi. Let's give it a try. Okay, okay, she said. Try the dumb oil. Just get this thing out of my hair. Dad hurried to the kitchen and grabbed a little bottle of olive oil. Or you can go Mr. Clean. Yeah. Mr. Clean. Take those wheels clean right off. Then poured a little bit on the wheels of roly-poly puppy. He gently tugged the toy, being careful not to pull Heidi's hair. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, better than Mr. Bean. That's true, better than Mr. Bean. Is it working, she asked. Um, a little, Dad said, but your hair is really caught in there. Heidi squeezed her eyes shut and wailed, Ouch, you're making it worse. Honestly, if her hair was long, that would have been really hard, huh? That's why I don't have long hair. Yep, Mom patted Heidi on the shoulder. I have an idea, she said, but you might not like it. Mom, I don't care what you do. Just please get this toy out of my hair. Mom raced to her office and came back with a pair of scissors. Oh, come on. In a comb, she stood by. She's going to cut her kid's hair before she takes the wheels off a toy? I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. She stood behind Heidi and found where the toy was stuck and slid the scissors between the toy and Heidi's scalp. Snip. That's ridiculous. Mom cut the roly-poly puppy from Heidi's hair and handed it to Henry. You're free, Dad cheered. Cheered, cheered. Heidi sat up and touched the side of her head. The roly-poly puppy was gone. Still, something didn't feel quite right. Hmm. Has my hair always been short? Heidi wondered. When her eyes, then her eyes grew wide. Mom, Heidi whispered, "What did you do to my hair?" 
Chapter 3, Mop Chop. Heidi looked for this at the scissors in Mom's hand. Mom quickly hid them behind her back. Don't panic, Heidi, Mom said nervously. I trimmed a little bit more than I thought, but I'll fix it. I promise. Oh, jeez. Or you can just go to a hair salon. Yep. Mom picked up the comb and ran it through Heidi's hair. She tried to hide the missing hair with the remaining hair, but no matter how much she combed it, it didn't work. I cannot believe she didn't take the wheels off the stupid toy. Oh, my God. We need a professional help. We need professional help, Mom declared. I'm going to take you to the salon. Heidi cover her That's head with a sofa. Have. Yep, with a sofa. I know. No, they should have taken the wheels off. It was a stupid toy. Does the salon have an emergency room, she asked, because this is a huge hair emergency. Henry held Heidi's missing hair, which had just he had just finished yanking from the wheels of the roly-poly puppy. Maybe this they can perform surgery and reattach this, he suggested. Heidi stared in horror and shook her uh, oh at her shorn hair her eyes filled with tears let's go mom said gently she handed heidi a jacket and they headed to the car (sighs) (sighs) heidi sat with her head below the window she didn't want anyone to see her ugly hair when they arrived at the salon heidi draped her jacket over her head to to get wait oh my gosh to get from the car to the salon, and she left it in the waiting area, too. Yep. She left it on in the waiting area, too. Heidi? Uh, oh, Heidi? Called the stylist. Heidi walked to the stylist chair and sat down. Mom followed. What can I do for you? The stylist asked. Heidi pulled the jacket off of her head while Mom explained what happened. The stylist played with Heidi's hair for a minute or two. Well, I have good news, and maybe... Mm, I have good news and some maybe good news, she said. She pumped the lever to the chair and went, and Heidi went up, up, up. Normally, Heidi loved the salon chair, but not today. She waited for the stylist to explain her options. The good news is, I can fix your hair, the stylist said. The maybe news is that it would have to be a very short haircut. How short, Heidi looked at the stylist in the mirror. The stylist held up the electric clippers and turned them on. Suddenly, the clack and the angry buzz from the clippers shocked Heidi as she jolted in her seat. No, thank you, she said, sliding out of the chair. She grabbed Mom by the hand and let her out the door. This is a hair emergency. This hair emergency is totally hopeless, Heidi complained once they were back in the car. Maybe that salon wasn't the best idea, but don't worry, Mom said. I have a plan. She better be fixing that with magic, huh? Chapter 4, Go The New Do. Look, she's going to her aunt's house. Magic, magic, magic. Just go, just go to your mom's house. Your aunt's house, man. Go back to your... Back. Yeah, back in time. But she said she wouldn't let her do time travel ones because they're dangerous. Yep. Mom drove straight to Aunt Trudy's house and parked in the driveway. Heidi plopped up in her seat and looked out the window with a smile. Aunt Trudy was the most experienced witch in the family, and if anyone could help fix this mess, it was her. Good thinking, Mom, Heidi exclaimed. She hopped out of the car without waiting for Mom and ran up to the front walk to ring the doorbell. (sighs) Please be home, please be home, Heidi thought. Aunt Trudy opened the door, and when she saw Heidi... She clasped her hands together. What a wonderful surprise, she exclaimed. And who had red hair just like Heidi? Aunt Trudy wore her hair in a single braid down her back. What's the occasion? Uh, Heidi hung her head. 
I have a big problem, she said, pointing to the bald patch in her hair. Oh, my. Well, come in and tell me what happened, Aunt Trudy said. I'm sure this is an exciting story. Heidi and Mom took turns and told Trudy about the hair-eating roly-poly puppy. Aunt Trudy pressed her fingers to her lips with a giggle. Please do not laugh, Heidi said, covering her head with her hand. Nobody's been able to fix it, not even the lady at the salon, and you're our only hope. I'm sorry, Aunt Trudy said gently. I completely understand. Oh, I'm sorry, Aunt Trudy said. I completely understand. The reason I was laughing is because your mother used to play hairdresser on her dolls and when we were little, and now she's playing hairdresser on her own daughter. Mom rolled her eyes. Okay, this may not be the time to bring that up, Trudy. Look at all of her mom's dolls. They did not have good haircuts. But Heidi actually smiled. She imagined all of her mother's dolls with bad haircuts. Now, follow me into the kitchen and let's see what we can do about this, said Aunt Trudy. She pulled out her own book of spells from the shelf and thumbed through the pages. The first, For the first time all day, Heidi began to feel hopeful. Let's see. We have, to, we have split ends, calyx, baldness. Oh, here we go, Aunt Trudy said as she settled on the, and a spell called A New Do. This is, my, oh my, this is very interesting. The spell actually requires three wishes to perform it, Aunt Trudy said. And she laid the book of spells on the kitchen table so they could all read it together. A new do. Are you having a bad hair day? Perhaps you got a wad of gum stuck in your locks, or maybe it's just a, you you just got a bad haircut. If you're in need of a new do, then this spell is for you. Ingredients. One strand of hair. One hairbrush. Three squirts of detangle. One piece of ginger root. Stir the ingredients in a bowl, in a mixing bowl. Have one witch hold her witches of Westwick medallion over her heart. Then all three witches must chant the following spell together. Hair diddly do. Hair diddly dee. Repair and then you say her name, Heidi's hair, on the count of three. One, two, three. The Heidi and mom and Heidi and mom helped Aunt Trudy collect all the ingredients. Heidi grabbed the detangler from the bathroom. Aunt Trudy found an old hairbrush in her purse. What you don't have a regular hairbrush, okay? And mom pulled out a piece of ginger root from the fridge. Heidi plucked one of her own hairs out and dropped it into the bowl. Mom added a strand of hers, too. But, Mom, I already added a piece of hair, she said. Mom looked at Heidi and Aunt Trudy. Oh, I thought each of us had to add a strand since it takes three witches. Aunt Trudy looked in the bowl. I believe it only needed one, one piece of hair from the patient. Mom frowned. Oh, dear, should we start over? Aunt Trudy just shook her head. I don't have another ginger root to start over with. But no worries, it should be fine. We know what happens when they don't do the spells perfectly, huh, Peyton? What happens? Does it work out? It becomes a huge disaster. Heidi watched as Aunt Trudy hung her medallion over her neck and held it over her heart. Then the three witches of Westwick chanted the spell. Whoosh! Sparkles swirled around the bowl, and Heidi felt tingling sensation on her scalp. She ran her hands through her hair. It's back she cried my hair is back chapter five hair she is when heidi woke up the next morning the first thing she checked was her hair in the mirror luckily it was all there plus it shined like it had just been washed and styled heidi flipped her hair as if it were in a shampoo commercial 
hair, my hair looks amazing, she thought. And this hair is amazing. And hair, this amazing needs a perfect outfit. Heidi picked out her new clothes, got dressed, and zipped downstairs for breakfast. Henry was almost done slurping his banana strawberry smoothie. Mom placed a bowl of oatmeal with cinnamon apple slices in front of Heidi. It smelled spice-alicious. Well, here she is, Mom announced. Or dare I say, here she is. Dad set a stack of clean cereal bowls on the shelf and looked at Heidi. Wow, your new hair is, it looks as good as new. Heidi picked up uh-oh. Heidi picked up her spoon and dug it into her oatmeal. Thanks, she said before taking a big bite. Mom turned around and started on the breakfast dishes while Dad emptied the silverware from the dishwasher. Everything was back to normal until Henry sat down his smoothie and stared at his sister. His mouth fell open. Uh-oh. What's your problem, Heidi asked. Your hair, Henry whispered. It looks like Mom's hair. Heidi Heidi dropped her spoon in her bowl. Then she pushed back her hair and ran to the mirror beside the door. But Henry must have been teasing her because her hair looked totally normal. Um, uh, Dad, Henry's been being mean, Heidi said as she walked back to the table. Dad turned around. Be nice to your sister, Henry said. Uh, Dad said to Henry and and gave Heidi a nod. She began to eat her oatmeal again, but Henry kept staring at her. What now, Heidi asked in a huff. Let me guess, I've got Dad's hair? Actually, Henry began, because she did have Dad's hair. Then Heidi's hair changed into Henry's hairstyle right before his eyes. Um, may I please be excused, Mom? Henry asked. I don't feel very well. Heidi jumped up to check her hair in in the mirror, but it was normal. Meanwhile, Mom hurried to the table and felt Henry's forehead. Well, you're not warm, she said. I'm sure you'll feel better once you get outside. I hope so, Henry said as he grabbed his backpack and raced to the door without looking at his sister. Dad chuckles. Eh, he seems fine to me. And you better get going too, Heidi, Mom said. Heidi took a last bite of oatmeal and then checked her hair in the mirror one more time before she left for the day. She smiled at her reflection. This is going to be a great hair day, she thought. Chapter 6, Jellyfish Hair Heidi sat next to Bruce Bickerson on the bus. She pulled out her pirate puppy book and opened it to her bookmark. Sorry, I can't talk today, Heidi said, not looking up. I have to finish my reading homework. Heidi's hair emergency had taken up all of her reading time. That's okay, Bruce said. Then he noticed Heidi's shiny hair. Wow, your hair is shimmering like a jellyfish. Heidi laughed because the only... Bruce would have such a scientific compliment. (laughs) Thanks, she said, not looking up from her book. My aunt gave me a special hair treatment. The bus drove along through the neighborhood at the next stop, and Heidi glanced at Bruce, who was looking out the window. Then, oh my gosh, then she noticed her reflection in the window pane instead of her own hair. She had Bruce's hair on top of her head. Eek! Heidi squeaked and then covered her head with her book. Bruce flinched and turned to his friend. What are you doing? Heidi had to think fast. Uh, did you see a pirate over there? She said. Heidi pointed to the other side of the bus. Bruce turned to look, which gave Heidi turn a time to check her reflection in the window again. This time, her hair was back to normal. A pirate on the bus? Bruce asked. What are you even talking about? Heidi nervously laughed. Oh, silly me. 
This is my pirate book, not on the bus. Oh, the pirate is in my book, not on the bus. I must have gotten caught up in the story. Heidi didn't dare look up the whole time until that she was talking. She had a funny feeling that if she looked at Bruce, her hair would change again. Something weird is going on, Bruce said. Are you okay? Heidi pretended to laugh it off, but Bruce was right. Something weird was going on. Her hair emergency had just gotten so much worse. Chapter 17. Octopus Hair Heidi kept her nose in her books the rest of the way to school. Then she waited for everyone to get off the bus. Even Bruce and all those kids took a long time to leave. Maybe I just imagined myself with Bruce's hair, Heidi thought. Then she remembered what Henry had said at breakfast. Your hair looks like mom's hair. Then suddenly Heidi's eyes grew wide and she realized that Aunt Trudy's spell must have gone wrong. But what triggers my hair to change, she wonders. Or is it my moods? Or does it happen when I say certain words? As Heidi thought, she looked out the window and noticed... (sighs) Stanley Stonerucker talking to Melanie Maplethorpe on the playground. Stanley saw Heidi and waved. As soon as Heidi saw Stanley, her scalp began to tingle. Uh Uh-oh, she thought. Heidi put her hand on her head. This time she could feel her hair changing and now it felt short like Stanley's haircut. She quickly sunk down to her seat. Okay, now I get it, she said to herself. If I look at somebody, I get that person's hairstyle. Please exit the bus, the driver said. Heidi knew the bus driver was talking to her. She slowly stood up and checked her bewitched hair in the rearview mirror. It had gone back to normal. Now she needed to find a place to hide. This way, no one would see her change. With her eyes fixed on the ground, Heidi charged down the the stairs of the bus. She sprinted across the playground and into the school. Then she zoomed straight for the girls' room and locked herself in a stall. Heidi caught caught her breath and hatched a plan. If she could get into the nurse's office, she could call her mom. She just needed to wait until the coast was clear. Uh, The thought of walking through... The crowded hallway <sighs> made Heidi, Heidi's magical hair shiver. She listened under the noise outside of the outside. Wait, she listened until the noise outside quieted down, and then she opened the stall to leave. Just as Melanie walked into the bathroom with Bryce Beltran and Natalie Newman, Heidi stepped back into the stall and latched the door, but it was too late. Heidi had seen all three girls her scalp started to tingle as her hair twisted and twirled like an octopus heidi tried to control her hair with her hands but it was no use her magical hair had a mind of its own thankfully heidi stayed hidden in the small uh, inside the stall she kept very still and nobody could see through the cracks her classmates talked about the bell uh, talked until the bell rang then they shuffled back into the hallway Heidi quickly unlatched the door and looked at herself in the mirror until her hair was normal again. Without waiting another second, Heidi took a deep breath and bolted to the nurse's office. Chapter 8. Getaway Girl Heidi kept her head down and walked as fast as she could without running. She was trying to look as normal as possible. Out of the corner of her eye, she watched for a water fountain. The nurse's office was one door after the water fountain. Well, if it isn't my wonder twin... Miss oh, Miss Foster exclaimed. Miss Foster was the school nurse. She had the exact same hairstyle as Heidi. 
and color. The best part of being twins today was that Heidi's hairstyle didn't change when she looked at Mrs. Foster. Are you feeling okay, Mrs. Foster asked. Heidi shook her head. No, may I please call my mom? Miss Foster handed her the phone. Of course you may, she said reassuringly. Heidi called her mom and told her she was feeling a little hairy, so mom knew that was a code for that something went wrong with the spell. She said that she would be right over. Heidi sat on the cot and waited for what seemed like forever. Then she heard her mother's voice come, mother's voice, and her mom came over and took Heidi and took Heidi by the hand. Heidi was careful not to look at mom and then thanked Miss Foster and quickly departed. On the way to the car, Heidi told mom how her hair changed styles whenever she looked at people. Oh my, gasped her mother. Then you'd better not look at anyone. Heidi sighed. I'm doing my best. As they, oh my gosh, as they hopped into the getaway car, Heidi heard Principal Pennypacker in the Pennypacker's voice in the distance. I hope you feel better, Heidi. He called from the top of the stairs without thinking. Heidi looked at the principal. Thanks, she said. Then whammo. Heidi yelped and slid down in her seat. Cover for me. Mom smiled nervously at the principal and hit the gas. Did he see anything, Heidi asked. Mom snuck a glance in the mirror. She could see the principal scratching his head. He looks very confused, said Mom, but we cannot worry about that right now. We have to fix your hair. Heidi sat up in her seat. Are we going back to Aunt Trudy's? Mom shook her head. No, she's working. <sighs> I'm afraid this time we're going to have to do it on our own. Okay, how are you going to do it when there's supposed to be three witches? Chapter 9. Harem Scarum. Mom pulled the book of spells out from the window seat of her of her office. Her spell book was white with gold lettering. She dusted off the cover and set the book on her desk. The book opened and the pages turned on their own. The pages fluttered and then settled on a spell Heidi had never seen before. It was called hair repair. Heidi also noticed something else. Her mom's book of spells looked and acted different than her own. How come the pages in my books of spells don't turn themselves? Heidi asked. And why does your spell book have different spells? Our books aren't even the same color. Well, Mom began, all witches and wizards of Westwick have their own unique book of spells. Each book has its own look and works in its own special way. My book is perfectly suited for me, just as your book is perfectly suited for you. Heidi thought that sounded cool. That means we're both special. It most certainly does, Mom said with a smile. Then she circled her spell with her finger. Now, let's focus on fixing your hair so that you can... You can be your perfect self again, um, too. Heidi and Mom read over the spell together. Hair repair. Do you have unruly hair, a bad dye job, perhaps your hair is the mind of its own, or did you perform a hair spell that went wrong? If you're in need of some hair repair, then this is the spell for you. Ingredients. One regular pencil. One blank sheet of paper. Two thumbtacks. One, oh, two regular thumbtacks, one regular glass of milk. Mix the ingredients together in a bowl. The two witches of Westwick hold their witches of Westwick medallions in one hand and place their other hand over the mix and chant the following spell together. Harem, scarum, bad hair, beware. Salon chair, barber chair, repair my hair. Heidi and mom collected the ingredients in a mixing bowl and they each held a medallion 
in one hand and placed the other over the mixing spell before they enchanted. They chanted the spell. Bright sparkles t- swirled from the bowl and circled around Heidi's head, just as the first one had done. Heidi's hair began to transform. It cycled through all of the new hairstyles that she'd had. Principal Pennypacker, the hair from the girl in the locker room, Stanley's hair, Bruce's hair, Henry's hair, Dad's hair, and Mom's hair. Finally, Heidi got her own head head of hair back, except there was still a little problem. Chapter 10, A New Look. Heidi was excited until she looked in the mirror and moaned. The haircut got cut, that got cut off and the roly-poly puppy disaster was still missing all over again. I'm right back to where I started, Heidi whimpered. Mom took a deep thought and then her face lit up. I have an idea, she said and ran upstairs. Heidi could see. <sighs> Heidi could see. You could hear the crinkling of a shopping bag followed by Mom's trotting back downstairs. Mom stood in front of Heidi with both of her hands behind her back. Which hand? Heidi pointed to Mom's right hand, and Mom handed Heidi a heart-shaped hand mirror. Then she still had one hand behind her back. Now which hand? Heidi pointed to her Mom's left hand. This time, Mom handed her daughter a wide, star-studded headband. Heidi squealed, For me? Mom nodded. I was saving this for Valentine's Day, but it seems like you might need it earlier. Heidi sat down the mirror and pushed the headband back on her hair. She picked up the mirror and looked at herself. It looks perfect. Look, it perfectly covers my missing hair. She cheered. Mom clapped her hands, clapped her hands. It sure does. Heidi looked at her hair from all sides of the mirror. The stars sparkled as she moved. I love it so much, she exclaimed. This headband is positively magical. Mom raised an eyebrow. Not in a witchy way, of course, Heidi added. Then both Mom and Heidi burst out laughing. Aww, poor, poor hair. Peyton, are you asleep? Yep, she's out. <laughs>